Okay, so what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, wow. What a smackdown. There is so much we gotta cover, so let's just get straight into it. What is good? What is good? What is going on? It is your boy, the Double Lake Egg, and I am back for episode three the review of Smackdown Live. Okay, again, it's known as my favorite brand. I've always loved Smackdown ever since I was a little kid. In fact, the first match I've watched was on Smackdown. In fact, it was frankly one of the best TV matches of all time. Your boy Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle in a 60-man Iron Man match for the WWE Championship. I think personally that's what set me on the track to become a wrestling fan. That was legit the first exposure I've had and it was on the blue brand. I saw Raw first when I was in like five, like 2005 and it was weird because I'm so used to the blue brand, but it's whatever at this point. Anyways, there's a lot to discover here. There's a lot of returns happening this week. There's a lot of returns happening next week. SmackDown celebrating 1,000 episodes. So let's set the tone for you for next week. Let's get straight into the first segment. You ready? Let's go. We start off with a title match. Fancy that. Becky Lynch defended her SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. And the personal rivalry between these two has gotten out of hand. It's gotten to the point where Corey put it perfectly. It's not about the title anymore. It's about the fact that a friendship was torn and Charlotte feels cheated. I never got a chance to publicly speak about this. Charlotte got everything she deserved. If she didn't stay in her lane, mind her business, and let her friend Becky have her moment at SummerSlam, we probably wouldn't be at this moment right now. If anything, Becky didn't get stabbed. Becky didn't stab Charlotte in the back. Charlotte stabbed Becky in the back. But um, again, it's whatever. WWE's got their own agenda on them. I don't understand it, but heel Becky Lynch is awesome. The match ended in a double countout as both women were fighting on the outside for too long to the point where they didn't even notice the count of 10 was being administered. And then the crazy shit happened. Becky Lynch tried to escape with her title. And a la what Rhino did to Chris Jericho, Charlotte speared Becky Lynch through the stage. I mean, okay, she didn't sit spear completely through the LED boards, but it went through. She went through. Like, it was broken. And all I gotta say is, holy shit. <laughs> um, Charlotte looked hurt afterwards. So did Becky. Becky didn't move, but Charlotte had a, like, bleeding on her arms. It looked horrible. And now at WWE Evolution, they're going to have the first ever women's last woman standing match. Very nice. I, I when I first heard the news, I think to myself, "Are we sure we've never done this before?" Then again, I forget that no, the closest thing the last woman standing match had was like a tables match between Becky and Alexa Bliss and TLC. That's what I thought about. I thought that was a last man standing match, but it wasn't. So it's whatever at this point. I can't wait. Evolution's being built up really nicely. I kept saying when the WWE first brought this idea up, when I kept hearing the rumor mill about it, and then when they brought it up, 
they kept talking about it nonstop, and it was like it was all talk, just a all first all women's pay per view, but no matches set up. Now you got matches, you got storylines. It's working, and I'm loving this. Please have more of this. I would love to have more of this, please. So, you know, it's just phenomenal. We go from Charlotte literally almost murdering Becky to Samoa Joe being injured. This may be kayfabe, it may not be, but Jeff Hardy faced off against Samoa Joe in a World Cup qualifier. Now, this is just me personally, but if you're going to have something that's named the World Cup, wouldn't you have people that is not just from the U.S.? Because Cena's from the U.S., Kurt Angle's from the U.S., and the winner of this match, and the winner of the match next, winner of the match later on tonight, are from the U.S., so it's like, where are the international dudes? It's not going to be the World Cup, it's the America Cup. It's just, I know it's nitpicking, but that's just how I feel about the situation. Anyways, Jeff Hardy's back. Um... He doesn't look hurt. His mind is all the way, not all the way there yet, but he faced off against Samoa Joe, and Joe was legitimately hurt. Like, he was not looking good, and the ref had to stop the match and grant Jeff Hardy the win. I mean, I guess it, I guess, I don't, I personally don't know. I personally don't know. I feel bad for Samoa Joe, really. It was like a spot where he literally was wobbling. And he's either selling it well. Or he's injured as fuck. Either way, things aren't looking good for him. But Jeff Hardy advances. So, it's now Kurt Angle. Who advanced via the Battle World on Monday night. It's now Jeff Hardy who advanced via match tonight. And John Cena who advanced because he's John Cena. Okay. I'm down. And then we go to The Miz. Miz TV. Homie is salty. I'm not even going to get into the the Miz TV part. Because it's just... It's... I respect you, Daniel. I respect you, AJ. I can't wait to have this match. And the Miz is just in the middle, pissed. And then he sent out Shelton and Benjamin to deal with AJ Styles. And then the Miz and Daniel Bryan was on commentary together. And I just got to say that it's hilarious. And the Miz, well, he didn't get what he wanted because AJ won. I'm, this is just a thing that I wanted to say. Golden AJ Styles in 2K19. Is absolutely freaking hilarious, yo. I love it. But again, like I said, um, AJ and Daniel Bryan at uh, Crown Jewel is going to be absolutely amazing. But the storyline just needs to be there. Maybe next week's AJ turns heel, like a tag match they got or something. I don't know. It could work. And it is what it is sometimes, man. <laughs> and then you have Milwaukee. Oh, Lord, Milwaukee. 
I want to get this out the way right now. Next week, SmackDown Live, episode 1000, has set up some shit that I never thought I'd ever see. We got Evolution coming back next week, which... I'm going to just say this right now. How the hell do they tie into SmackDown? I mean, okay, Batista made his name on SmackDown. So did Randy Orton. But Ric Flair was mostly on Raw. And Triple H was Monday Night Raw during 2002 to 2005. And between you and me, Evolution was on Raw. Why are they on SmackDown? Listen, I'm going to get into the technicalities as to why they're on SmackDown, but it doesn't matter to me. I'm going to still be watching. But one thing that I found to be fucking exciting, well, I found it to be boring. not going to lie. I did find it to be a bit boring if he was just going to make an appearance. Rey Mysterio's coming back, but not just for a match. Not just for an appearance, but for the match. And not just against anybody. It's a matchup that... No one ever thought about, but now we want badly because we actually heard it. It was going to be Rey Mysterio in a Crown Jewel WWE World Cup qualifying match against the damn United States champion Shinsuke Nakamura. Remember when I said SmackDown forgot about him? They did not. And they're putting him up against freaking Rey Mysterio and Shinsuke put on his Instagram account. This is it. Hashtag dream match. Who the hell? Like, put this into perspective, you. Put this into perspective, guys. If you were to tell me three years ago that Rey Mysterio was facing facing Shinsuke Nakamura on SmackDown, AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan was fighting over the WWE Championship... Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler were tag team champions. And Becky and Charlotte were having the feud of the year. And Rusev was being pushed somewhat. <laughs> if you were to tell me all this shit was going to happen, I would call you a liar. Notice, I have not mentioned the tag team champions not once today. That's because they didn't show up. None of the tag team was involved tonight. It was all based on either the women or the singles titles. And I like that. But for fuck's sake, Rey Mysterio and Shitsuke Nakamura, take my money now. Take it now. What else is going to happen next week? Are we getting a new stage? I want that. And I've heard everybody say this, and I'm going to say this with who? There better be a SmackDown fist. One thing that's synonymous with SmackDown is the SmackDown fist. Even though it was for a short amount of time, the SmackDown fist was SmackDown. Like, Raw had the basic stage. SmackDown had the motherfucking fist. If I don't see the fist, I'm going to be pissed. Bars. Yeah. Um. It's just, damn. SmackDown is doing it right, and I am just so shocked. Like, for fuck's sake. And... I, I, again, this is a small show, so this is going to be like a small podcast, so whatever. I'm going to give like my personal opinions on Crown Jewel and SmackDown in general at the end. 
The main event of the night, Big Show's back. And he is facing Randall Orton. The match was okay. Orton won. He is now heading to Crown Jewel in the WWE World Cup. Now, let me get my personal opinion on uh, on SmackDown in general. I love it. I love SmackDown since I was a kid, and I've loved SmackDown now. Um, also, before I get into anything, let me pay my respects to the man who, in my opinion, helped me love SmackDown. That was Eddie Guerrero. When I when I was a kid, and he was heel, and going after Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic, and that I'm your poppy feud, it was... I hated it. I hated him, but it was something that kept drawing me like every week to go watch because I'm like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Eddie was that interesting of a heel. And yeah, he made me laugh at times. He's like one of the only guys who can do that. Be a serious heel, take a storyline that was supposed to be shit, make it amazing, and then have some fun with it. Him and Guerrero, him and Mysterio deserve my utmost respect for that. But, um, happy birthday, Eddie. We miss you and we love you, brother. Latino eat. Man. But, um, SmackDown has always been categorized as the B show for the simple fact that Raw has been around for so long. When SmackDown came around, that's exactly what it was. But then when the brand split first came out, it ran in new superstars. The SmackDown 6. And yes, I mentioned Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, Chavo. Hey. Hell, I know I'm missing names. I know I'm missing names. I said Kurt. I said Chris Benoit. I said Eddie, I said Chavo, Mysterio, and Edge. Boom, there it is. SmackDown 6. Um, those guys were awesome. And they laid the way for the tag team titles in SmackDown. And then you had Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. And then John Cena. And it was a recipe for success. While Raw was having the Triple H show... Starring Triple H, Ric Flair, and Evolution. SmackDown was building up stars. In Mysterio. Matt Hardy version 1 was fantastic on SmackDown. The Cruiserweight division on SmackDown was absolutely fantastic. The tag team division was wacky, but it was entertaining to watch. Um, All in all, SmackDown has always been that show that wants to go a step further with their stuff, but then it works. Again, back to the I'm your poppy storyline. It went from Eddie's just jealous that he is unable to beat Rey Mysterio to now he has a serious gripe against Mysterio and he wants his son back. It's like, it's like, goddamn. My, not- my notifications keep going off for fuck's sake. I'm trying to record here. Um, to be honest, SmackDown. Will always be the best show for new kids to come out on. That's why I'm pissed that No Way Jose went to Raw. 
He could have went so well on SmackDown Live. I'm so pissed that Bobby Roode is on Raw. Because heel Bobby Roode on SmackDown, that's where it's at. That's why I'm so glad Andrade's on SmackDown. Because that's going to be it. And for guys like Undisputed Era, they belong on SmackDown. I mean, you get it? They're going to wait for Undisputed Era to have, like, mainstream attention. And they're not going to pull the trigger on their turn to SmackDown or Raw until Bobby Fish is better. But SmackDown's the best place for them. Raw's going to just bury them because they're going to have the shield to deal with and Braun Strowman. SmackDown, they got free range. Do whatever the fuck they want. Storylines are better. Um, ever since the brand split came back, SmackDown has been great. And Raw, it's Roman always wins, and The Shield, and Braun Strowman, and that's it. And SmackDown, you got so many different characters. You got Ty Dillinger, R-Truth, Breezango was doing their thing on SmackDown. The Usos, The New Day, Styles, Brian, Miz, Ambrose. It was so great. I mean, Ambrose, when he was on SmackDown, it was amazing. Corbin, when he was on SmackDown, was doing big things. Jinder Mahal was WWE fucking... Again, I'm going to say this. Remember when he was WWE champion? Yeah, on SmackDown. Not on Raw, on SmackDown. SmackDown will turn little jobbers into world champions and make you believe that they're main event material. It's a great thing, really. But it's like, again with that? Okay. It's like, you would look at a star... Think they won't amount to much? Put them on SmackDown and get them some quality airtime. I guarantee you they'll do great. Breezango was dead in the water. Put them on SmackDown. Entertaining. The Usos were dead in the water. Put them on SmackDown and turn them heel. Fantastic. AJ Styles. Who knows what he would have won if he was on Raw. Put him on SmackDown. He's been ruining that brand since the brand split. Any main storyline on SmackDown Live since the brand split began has ended and started with AJ Styles. And with Daniel Bryan coming back, it's the perfect place for him to be. I'm in love with this. SmackDown is celebrating 1,000 episodes next week. And all I gotta say is, here's to 1,000 more, my friend. SmackDown is doing big things. And I can't wait to see how good it's gonna be next week. SmackDown is doing it big, Raw is doing it big, and all I can say is I cannot wait for what's ahead in WWE. Things are looking up. Crown Jewel's looking great. Evolution's looking great. And we haven't even touched NXT yet. <laughs> it's awesome. But anyway, guys, thank you so, 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 so very much for listening. You guys are amazing. Your support is fantastic. Please, if you want to send me suggestions, please do so. At AngelTwoKane2000, that's my Instagram. At AngelTwoKane Jr., that is my Twitter. You can send me suggestions, you can send me questions, or just send me a good luck, or hey, you're doing it great, or hey, you're doing it bad. I take anything, really. I take any critiques, I take any suggestions, or any questions. But this time I leave you guys, next week I will be reviewing Monday Night Raw. What will happen with the Shield? What will happen with the tag team titles? And who in the hell is going to qualify for WWE World Cup? And next week, SmackDown Live Episode 1000, 
the return of Evolution and the return of Rey Mysterio as he goes toe-to-toe with Shinsuke Nakamura, the United States Champion. God bless the United States of Nak America. <laughs> but I'm out of here, guys. As always, stay cool, stay amazing, and stay awesome. I'll see y'all next week. King out.